0: patriots and welcome to the patriots prayer podcast it's been a while it's been a few days so we went on vacation my wife and i and uh, we decided that we would visit santa barbara california i went out there partially for a work thing partially just to get away and um, we decided we're never going to southern california again that's exactly what happened while we were there So we were in Santa Barbara, and uh, on the way, we had a hotel that we stayed at for the first day or so before we headed into Santa Barbara, uh, and uh, lots of beautiful agriculture, that sort of thing, but along the 101, there was this hidden little gym of a hotel, and um, we're going back, just put it that way. Uh, Just right on the edge of the beach, beautiful scenery, beautiful views beautiful birds just sitting right there where you can have lunch outside uh you could hear the ocean crack. you know the waves hitting the shore as you're as you're sitting up at nighttime, having a few drinks talking doing this sort of thing it was definitely something that was absolutely needed uh you know it's just so sad when you have to leave those situations and come back to reality but that's what we did that's what well we did, and you know we we got we got responsibilities. Unfortunately, we can't stay up there sitting on the beach like some folks do. Um, well, so <clears throat> we had our one year anniversary for the Patriots Prayer on Friday. We had it on Friday. It was our one year today uh, anniversary for the channel and <clears throat> for those people who actually support the Patriots Prayer. I. Really would like to give a big, resounding thank you to you guys. Um, you helped me build sign behind me. helped me buy that sign. You know, I have these benefactors that have uh, saw fit to believe in us and, and the vision. And, uh, and, and just so they give us our time and, and energy, um, give us their time and energy, rather. And it's just been extremely helpful to know that you have some people backing you. And people behind you. And we're almost to a point now, Patriots, where uh, sponsors are going to start coming on board. Uh, We are going to be able to host a little bit of advertising, but I'm obviously not going to allow too much of that. Because I definitely don't want to lose the viewers that I gain by commercializing what I do uh, too much. Right? There is a point where it's enough and then too much. And that's we kind of want to walk. That fine line between the two. So I hope everybody had an amazing weekend um, and I watched as they did it yet again with the Trump scenario, uh, indicting Trump yet again and we're going to go through that. We're, we're going to go through that whole situation and we're going to talk about it in depth and we're going to just expose the hypocrisy of the left as we typically do on here. It's not as if it's too hard. I think a blind man can see the hypocrisy uh, that the left is uh, portraying right now. It's 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 really, really not hard. And even your CNN hosts are, are are even stating the same thing. Dick Durbin said the same thing. So we're not we're not alone, folks. There are people even on the other side that are starting to say, "Now hold up, man, this is just a little too much." And then there are the other ones that are playing along with it. You have to kind of ask yourself, when you see somebody whose word means something, who's been in news for a long time, act as if the things that you know to be true aren't. And they put this weird spin on them to, to, to take the sting out of the words, right, or out of the accusation. And it just leaves you thinking, my God, you know, are you getting paid by the FBI? Are you even a journalist or are you a government plant? And that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking a lot about what's going on over at CNN. You know, I'm starting to think that these guys are just plants. They're just agents. <laughs> you put them on camera, give them a paycheck for doing it. It's just their job, but they're no less part of the Democratic Party and the government. And that's just how they act, and that's what their role is right now. That's what they're doing. You know, when they, when they, when they see the things that are going on and say as little about it, as they do or they say as much as they do when they're completely wrong and that things are stating because they're willfully ignorant we're gonna get into that a little bit but let's go through this first so one of the most controversial issues that we're dealing with right now is transgender rights and some people believe that transgender people should be allowed to use the bathroom that corresponds with their gender identity we call those people delusional. And they should wear helmets when walking in public so they don't hurt you or anyone else while they're doing it. While other more common sense filled people believe that this would violate the privacy of biological men and women and puts biological women in danger by allowing this to happen, we are contributing to this nonsense that there is no distinction between men and women with the exception of their feelings. Now, that comes from the same people who have been yelling hypocritically, for the last few years, to follow the science. Follow the science. Except for when it comes to biology, right? Except for when it comes to that vaccine, right? Except for all the things that you disagree with. You say, follow the science, until it hits you head on, and then it's follow your feelings. Now, another issue that's gaining attention is the participation of transgender women, otherwise known as biological men, competing in women's sports it's a scientific fact that biological men have an unfair advantage over biological women however they still believe that they should be allowed to compete in a sport that corresponds with their gender identity because feelings are more important in biological reality that's right in front of your face now they would also claim that it's unfair but i challenge you look at this from every angle because they'll say things like, well, the, the, the trans men, women, they don't always win the event. No, they may not always win the event. But if they come in second or they come in third, it doesn't matter. What they're doing is displacing an athlete who does belong in that position. A third-place win for a male competing in women's sports means that there's one woman there that does not get the accolade to which she actually deserves. She does not get the scholarship she does not place in her sport and this is what we're fighting against because this is not a war against trans whatever this is a war for women we're fighting and standing up for women you can call it transphobic all you want are you woman phobic i mean do you have to throw a phobic behind everything you don't understand or just things you don't like in, in an effort to try to win the argument or try to shame someone else when you don't have the ability to stand on your own two feet and defend your point of view rationally, and that's obviously what they do. The moment that you get called a bigot or a racist or whatever from a liberal, you know you've won the argument. They just have nowhere else to go. So, I mean, you have you have to look at it from that angle. Now, a woman is denied a medal in circumstances, like I said, as well as scholarships, uh, while most are over. Uh, while most men are overwhelmingly stronger, faster. And there's, it's not just not a fair contest. And as far as and, and, and over and it, most of the contests really, guys, they're over before they even start. It's not, a, it's not. A, it, there's no distinction between the two. If you if you put a, a biological male against a biological woman in let's say wrestling, do you really think the woman has a chance of winning at all? Obviously, they don't in swimming either. They don't in track either, and obviously not in weightlifting either. Now, uh, there are some records. So, uh, Masters World squat record, Open World bench record, uh, Masters World deadlift record, and Masters World total record. This is uh, this is all titles that were won by uh, Mary Gregory in powerlifting. So, th- th- this is... This is someone who said they have gone nine for nine at the competition uh, and broken four women's world records. You can't do that if it's a fair game. You can't. Bone density, men just, just completely eclipse women when it comes to the strength of their bones. We, we, we have more muscle mass. We're just born that way. So there is a distinction. There is an absolute distinction. And for those that don't fall into that category of having the muscle mass uh, or those types of things, because you are a male and you may be a little bit scrawnier and a little smaller, and therefore you can't can't compete with the men, but that doesn't make it okay that you compete with women. And that's what we're getting at. That's exactly what we're getting at. And um, let me see here. Now, some people believe that schools are teaching children hate, and Amer- and, it, and they are also teaching them to embrace socialism. Now, we know that to be true. And others believe uh, that these concerns are overblown, and the schools are simply teaching children about the importance of diversity and tolerance. We learned the importance of diversity and tolerance when I was in school. And you damn sure got it at home, because all your parents taught you was to treat other humans decently. You don't treat different ethnic groups differently. So there's no reason to have like a DEI class where you're learning how to treat this group this way and that group that way and this group that way. That's, that's ridiculous. But that's what they push. And they also push the idea that they don't have the ability to be racist because they're not the majority. So they change the definition of racism to suit their needs in the moment so that you can't call them exactly what they are, racist. That simple. Now, finally, we're going to talk about the issue of police brutality, and now they like to claim that this 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 is an issue much larger than what it actually is. So, I'm on. The, I happen to be of the school of thought that it's actually not. It's actually not at all. Um, and police officers are mostly very good folks that are doing a job the same way you do a job. And. Less than 1% of all shootings in areas that are impoverished that they're talking about have bad shootings. Less than 1%. But this is your focal point? No, the reason why it's the focal point is because it it, it, it presents the message that they need to present in order to grift. That means in order to push, uh, you know, these organizations like the Rainbow Coalition, like BLM and others that literally survive off racism if racism goes away so do they so if it doesn't exist they must make it exist because that's how they make their living so i know some of you agree some of you don't but that's thus his life free speech right so we are very very in tune with what is being spoken both on the left and on the on the conservative side and we see the news as it comes across today we see biden we see the allegations made against him. We see the timeline in which those allegations of bribery to the tune of $10 million came across what happened. Within 24 hours, Trump got indicted. This is, this is exactly what happened with the Alvin Bragg case, too. And this is exactly what happened once the paperwork from Christopher Ray was handed over to James Comer. The indictment fell the very next day. This is not a coincidence, folks we are living in a police state check out this next story you'll understand more about what i'm saying so today we are going to talk about the recent indictment of former president donald trump now as you know trump was indicted by the department of justice on charges of gathering and transmitting or losing national defense information I think they went as far as to classify it as espionage. Now, the charges reportedly include a violation of U.S. code that prohibits such such actions, uh, which others say uh, are there. So this is also their speculation? Like, this is what they think? I mean, we actually know that the PRA doesn't cover Joe Biden and the documents that he had going from Chinatown from place to place before they ended up in his own garage, 1,850 boxes, which have not been looked at thoroughly, and he did not have the ability to declassify anything. And this goes all the way back to when he was a vice president, stealing doc, uh, uh, classified documents out of a skiff. He wasn't the only one. This is Obama, this is Clinton, this is Bush. They all did it, but they're only picking on one person, and they're only seeing what. You know what? I thought about this. I thought about this very hard, because it, it's one of those things that really pisses you off. To continually watch someone get berated with false allegations, that you see the whole justice system coming down, justice system coming down on one individual, one person, extremely hard, while ignoring, completely ignoring what the other folks are doing. Now, at the same time, they're doing this, they're also baiting you because they're they're releasing statements basically stating that they have uh, tips that they're going to be. A whole bunch of Trump supporters down in Florida and that they believe that this is an opportunity for them to do something. You know, they always try to spin it because they would love that moment when they get to, you know, pour the cameras on and say, look at these guys. They're white supremacists and they're tearing everything up and they're this and that and the other. No, you're not going to get they're not going to get what they want. That's not what's going to happen. And that's not what's ever happened with any Trump supporter, any Trump rally anywhere. That's not what happens. But sooner or later, the cause and effect of what you're doing by continually levying false charges against an innocent man and showing that you have no capacity to levy justice equally across all political spectrums is going to piss people off enough to where you're going to end up having a self-fulfilling prophecy if you keep it up. There are going to be people who just get fed up. Because here's the thing: we know that Trump was one of the best, the best president of my lifetime, the best president of my lifetime. Somebody that finally fought for us, that wasn't controlled by the right and left and lobbyists and everybody else. Someone who actually pushed for the people. And you saw what happened: the entire system came down on his head because of it. It didn't matter; it had no different, made no distinction between uh conservative and or liberal he went at everybody equally and evenly he told you exactly what he thought he didn't spare anyone's feelings in doing it he made the best deal he could across uh the entire globe for the united states forced other people to pay their own way and their own share in nato brought uh brought people to the table to talk peace with Israel that they said could never happen. It could never happen. He brought industry back to the United States. He lowered unemployment to its lowest rate in absolute history. He gave permanent funding to HBCUs. He put protection plans in place for the trans community. So, you know, he has been one of the best I keep saying one of the best, but the best president of my lifetime and of many other lifetimes. And to see the system come down as hard as they have on him, based on the things that he did, that's telling you what they're afraid of. They're telling you that they have no will or want for you to be prosperous. None at all. They don't care if you starve in the street. They don't want you to stand on your own two feet. They want you to need them. And what Trump was doing was getting rid of you needing them. He was making it, uh, making you able to stand on your own two feet and depend on yourself without needing the government. And they're deathly afraid of that because this is what they do. They buy votes. They give entitlement programs to people in lower income communities because they know they will vote for them. This is not new. This goes all the way back to the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire fell as a result of it as well. This is not something that can continue to go on like this. So what do you do? You start giving people the ability to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. You create opportunity zones. He was the first president that actually followed through on his promise to start putting up a wall. He was the first president to follow through on his promise when it came to prison reform. Now, in his prison reform, he let out almost 4,000 people. 97% of those people were black. I know two of them very well. John Ponder, who operates one of the programs called Hope for Prisoners, uh, which uh, Trump pardoned live on air right before uh, the election uh, was up. A uh, couple years back, three years back, and uh, we saw we saw exactly, you know, what he would do as president. We know what Trump's capable of, and we know there's nothing wrong with it. It's not evil. It's not the things that they try to make him out to be, right? They repaint and retouch up all the things that he did, and show it to you in some skewed form, so that their tales as to why he's such a uh, a, a, a fascist bigot look anywhere near believable, but it, it doesn't and it's not so uh, you know for our taste Trump is the best president that has ever been in the entirety of My lifetime and like I said many others and I will continue to say that now This is also a specula- uh, speculation about potential charges of false statements of obstruction of justice Uh, The charges against Trump are serious and could potentially lead to a prison sentence, they said. Listen, I don't even got to finish the statement. If they indict Trump on something that no other president has been tried for, but we all know they're guilty of, you finish that sentence. Do you really think that's going to go over? Yeah, like a ton of bricks it's going to go over. Do you think people are going to remain calm? Do you think people are just going to take this, watch the news, and not care? No, we live in a damn police state. Hillary Clinton bleach bit her hard drives. She kept classified, top secret, a uh, uh, confidential emails, thousands of them on her own server. Lied about it, and then when they when they were finally able to get the server to, she destroyed it. Come on, people, this is not, this is not the government. This is not the country that we were told that it was. Home, land of the free, home of the brave, Constitution, a land of laws. It's not. They threw it in the trash. They threw that Constitution straight in the trash, and that's why we have an indictment that we do right now. And they want to. They want to start setting these uh, like it's a setup, more or less. They want to start saying there's going to be violence because we're indicting trump and he's evil no if there's violence it's because you indicted trump because you're evil and people are tired of it but i'm telling people keep your heads keep your heads don't let them trick you into going down there and getting in trouble because that's exactly what they want if there is a time and there is a place for us to say enough is enough You'll know when that is. And yes, I agree with you. They have gone too far. But I'm telling you, keep your heads in the short term so that we can wait this thing out and see who the players are. Because what happens is we got a $10 million bribe on the other end of this that we're, in, we're investigating for Joe Biden, which is the only reason Trump was indicted, was to take the attention off Joe Biden. And they're all too happy to focus on trump and not talk about this they're all too happy to do it but if we wait we play our cards right we stand by we support our president we constantly bring uh this bribery charge that biden is charged with we bring that to light we don't forget it we keep mentioning it mentioning it is it, once a day on on social media don't let people forget this sign petitions go join them as they as they go protest I, I suggest you find someone some local group somewhere here in your own place wherever here is for you and you get involved that's what it's going to take to change it that's exactly what it's going to take to change it but don't give them what they want and go out there and, and start throwing a fit uh, and and let them you know build it into something that it's not or Make you look like someone you're not. Look what they did to the guys on January 6th. It's a travesty. They ignored billions and billions of dollars of damage, property damage uh, done during the BLM riots. They ignore the murders that took place in in the chop zone. The murder of a young man that laid there in the street because they wouldn't allow an ambulance to come in and get him out because they decided that they would take over this entire city block, and the police allowed it to happen. Why? Because fighting back would make them look racist. Do you see how they used these their own bigot, their own bigotry to their advantage? And we can't allow we can't allow that to happen. When governors and mayors allow stuff like that to happen, they should lose their jobs. There should be a vote of no confidence. The law has to reign supreme. Not people. The law has to reign supreme. Now, as you know, uh, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And Trump obviously has denied any wrongdoing. And his lawyers have said they will fight the charges vigorously, which they shouldn't have to, because the way I understand it is the PRA or the Presidential Records Act allows Trump to declassify a document. Now, it doesn't state that he has to go through any sort of procedure or get approval of any kind to declassify a document, that just upon his determination that the class that the document is not classified, that document becomes not classified. So if that's the case, then my next question would be, did he really show classified material to people if he deems it not classified? It's a question that I'm, I'm sure they're going to argue during the course of this case, but it's going to be an interesting one to see how they try to present this case because... In my own opinion, the cl- the case is over before it even starts. Cuz you can't try him on the because this has already been done before, which is why we have the PRA. It's it's really ridiculous. Now, the indictment of Trump is a major development in American politics. It's the first time that a former president has been indicted since Richard Nixon. The case is likely to be a highly uh, likely to be a highly contentious one and could have the major impact could have a major impact On the 2024 presidential election. Now, what they're really trying to do is get Trump thrown off the ticket for that election. And I'm telling you, people, it's not going to look nice if they use these fake charges and indict him. And people vote for this on that jury and indict him, and he's not allowed to run for president. I, honest to God, I think that would be the worst thing in the world for this country. And the cause and effect there, it would be something that is going gonna, gonna to look like 1960 in the streets. That's my prediction. Now, <laughs> the indictment of Trump, like I said, it's a major development. And uh, it's, like I said, the first time that they've indicted anyone since Nixon. And... We will be following the story closely, and we'll even bring the latest updates as they become available. In the meantime, let's take a closer look at the charges against Trump and the potential potential consequences of this indictment. Here are some additional details that you might want to include when you're talking to your own friends about what's truly going on with this case. Now, the specific charges against Trump uh, are including... The code that he was accused of violating. The potential penalties for each charge, including a maximum prison sentence of over 100 years, just so you know. Uh, Trump's legal defense, including the arguments that his lawyer are likely to make, are going to be explosive. I mean, we saw what happened when they did the fake impeachment hearing, right? right uh, the second one, not the first one, but the second one. They actually went as far as to edit the timestamp uh, to show, to make it look like Trump uh, was not still speaking when they were already trying to go into uh, the Capitol building. Uh, so they actually doctored evidence and put it on air. Trump's lawyers, like, I've never seen or I never would have thought in a million years that in an impeachment hearing at the, in the United States of America, they would try to use false evidence to convict a sitting president. It is absolutely abhorrent. But that's what they did. Now, CNN, like I said, um, they're out there causing as much conflict as they can, telling the story from their side of the issue, just complete BS, and um, trying to create this narrative that makes it look like the Trump supporters are going to be causing havoc in Florida during this trial. Listen to... What Mr. Blitzer said about just that. Special
1: agents across the country are actively looking for possible domestic terror threats related to Trump's upcoming court appearance in Florida. Sources say some pro-Trump groups
0: are already making plans to travel to Miami and support the former president as he faces. Yeah. These guys are living in America, constantly trying to. They've done this before. This this wasn't the first time that they... they. I remember the FBI put, a, put something out on the wire not long back where they said that they're hearing chatter about civil war and this sort of thing. This is where they're going. This is what they're trying to incite. They're trying to put that out there in people's heads so it makes it look like it's not something they caused later when it actually happens, if it actually happens. They want to see him innocent like they... Predicted it and this is why it happened because this is the way we predicted or why we predicted that it would happen They're completely full of it now Lindsey Graham someone that I view as an absolute rhino, but a broken clock can be right twice a day so here he is and he's giving his uh, Take on what's actually going down with Trump and these 37 counts uh, That they're charging him with so listen to what he said and he's talking about this unequal uh, this unequal application of the law. Listen to him.
2: You live in an America where if you're the Democratic candidate for president, Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, you can set up a private server in your basement to conduct government business. And when an Senator, investigation is had about your activity... No, let me finish.
0: But you this didn't answer the question. That was
2: ridiculous. Well, yeah... I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view. That may not be acceptable (laughs) on this show. Yes, I don't like what President Trump did in certain aspects. I don't like that Joe Biden had classified information on the garage. I don't like that Mike Pence carelessly took classified information. I don't like any of that. But what I don't like is a system in America where the secretary of uh, state, who's a Democratic uh, candidate for president, has people take a hammer to social media devices and break them apart, apply uh, bleach bit to a hard drive to erase emails. That's right. Allow classified information to get on a felon's computer, Anthony Weiner. You haven't even mentioned that. Most Republicans believe we live in a country where Hillary Clinton did very similar things and nothing happened to her. President Trump will have his day in court but espionage charges are absolutely ridiculous. Whether you like Trump or not, he did not commit espionage.
0: That's right. So there it is. There it is. Even a broken clock can be right twice a day. That's one of his two times. I I haven't heard the other one yet. But uh, he just seems to always, you know, kind of go the other way when you need him here the most. I've uh, not really ever been a fan of Lindsey Graham whatsoever. I don't even know whose team he's on most of the time. But he's right. He's absolutely right. She took Bleach bit. They beat up hard drives. They they broke iPads in some cases. There were about 13 devices, and I'll show you a clip about that here and shortly. But they did all this, and nobody seems to care. They're talking about Trump, where... One of, one of the, the presidents, uh, I forget if it was Bush or Obama, may have been Clinton. I'm, I'm not sure which one it was. But one of those, uh, they actually had their classified documents stored in a damn strip mall. Come on. This is nuts. And you're worried about, they're not truly worried about Trump or what he did. What they're trying to do is target Biden's political opponent ahead of the election. The one guy that they know they can't beat without cheating, like they did last time. So they know they have to target him ahead of time and do whatever they can. And I said, as it, as it starts to heat up, as we get closer to the election, God knows what they will do. I don't think there's a line that they won't cross. They will straight, completely make things up out of thin air, like they did with the, the, the e. Jean Carroll chick that he didn't even know, who... They they, they they awarded some indictment to her or another uh, off of, what was it, sexual abuse or something like that for him, but she couldn't even tell you what year it happened or the details of the event, none of that. So we're watching a justice system that has just been uh, used to target their political opponent and they have proven that they are not above lying in order to get what they want. That's absolutely cannot be argued with, they are bar none, they are liars, they have proven themselves to be liars, and because of the way they've handled these events and these cases, with all these lying whistleblowers and the constant indictment, indictment. every time Biden seems to get in trouble, Trump gets indicted right after. Hmm, right? So, I'm right along with you. The FBI has no credibility. The media has no credibility. I think the other uh, just this morning I was listening to someone say that there was a UFO crash, right? UFO crash, whistleblower testimony talking about the government has this, that, and the other, and I mean news that would have just blown you blown your socks off a few years ago. News that would have made the world stop. Aliens are real. UFOs are real. Uh, no, no one, no one reacted to it. Because nobody believes the people who are telling the news anymore. No one trusts the FBI anymore. We are living in a place that is seen the same way Russia is, the same way China is. We are no longer a fair country that treats its citizens fair and abides by the law and evenly applies the rule of law. We are not that anymore that is gone and You know we are going to have to do some drastic things in order to get it back. That I've said it before, and I'll say it again: evil will not retreat willingly. It must be beaten back. It must be beaten back. So, you know, you're you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to make a plan here, somewhere or another, to get involved. You're not going to be able to uh, continue to sit back. Middle-class intellectual have conversations with your friends spout a few lines on social media and think that's enough No people I'm telling you sign petitions start petitions Protest find conservative groups in your area Create a conservative group in your area Bring people to you, but do something because we need the grassroots movement. We need to get the younger people. We need to start targeting the younger people so that they understand what conservatism is. Instead of listening to liberals who have no clue because they have no standards, tell other people what conservatism is. Because according to them, we're all a bunch of bigots and fascists because we have standards and we believe in God. And the reason why this country was so damn prosperous for as long as it was, was because of those standards. It was because of those beliefs. And the only reason you have the rights that you do are because of those standards and because of those beliefs. You remove those standards, you remove our history and our traditions in this country, and what you've done is you remove the country because that's what the country is. The country is those standards, those traditions. JFK said there's little uh, interest in the country continuing on if our traditions and our history don't continue on with it. So you got to understand this is a revolution. This is a civil war. This is all of that, but it's just being fought this way. And we're obviously did some damage to them and they're afraid, or else they would not be trying to indict Trump or trying to create charges that don't exist in order to do it. So you know what the answer is. The answer is supporting Trump supporting conservative causes that's what it's going to take to win this folks what it's going to take to win that is this and you not being quiet anymore in public you not being quiet at your workplace you not being quiet in church you have to go and make sure that the lies that the left is spilling out into the public sphere you're there to tell the truth whenever their voice wherever their voice your voice must be just as loud and that's why I sign off the way that I do. The silent majority need to stop being silent and stand your ground. And I mean that, and I do that. And every everywhere I go, I do that. It doesn't matter where I'm at at all. Now, the next story that we're going to do uh, here has got a little more to do with something that I heard someone else say earlier. So we asked the question, is Trump safe? I'll be right back and talk about it. So, the question is, is Trump safe? You know, it, it, it's, it's a fair question. You have a lot of people out there that have orange man bad syndrome. And, fe- and the flames are constantly being fueled by those on the left. With the stories that they report and the lies that they tell. Now, on Tuesday, former President Donald Trump is scheduled to appear in court in Miami. He's going to face charges of mishandling classified documents. And Trump has pleaded not guilty to the charges, which carry a maximum sentence of 400. I said 100 years earlier. 400 years. Now, the Secret Service will be responsible for securing Trump's safety. And during his court appearance, um, that's going to be more difficult than normal to do. And they've even stated as much. The Secret Service Chief of Communications, Anthony Giglialmi, I hope I said that right, Giglalmi, uh, said that the agency will not seek any special accommodations, but will instead work with local law enforcement to ensure Trump's safety. Giglialmi, you know, I'm just going to call you Giggy. Uh, Giggy said that the Secret Service is in constant coordination with local law enforcement, and they are there to ensure that uh, Trump's safety and security needs are absolutely met. He also said, That the Secret Service has the utmost confidence and the professionalism and the commitment of the security of its law enforcement partners in Florida. Now, Trump's security detail is still working out, uh, working out the details of how they were going to transport him uh, to and from Mar-a-Lago in the Palm Beach to the Palm Beach courthouse, and that's where they say that's going to be the most difficult part. And and then even in stating that openly is something that I would never have thought in a million years that the Secret Service would ever do. They, they, I wouldn't think that they would say, here's where we're weakest, and just and just put that out there. Now, the arraignment is scheduled to take place at 3 p.m. on Tuesday in the Wilkie D. Ferguson Jr. Courthouse in Miami. And the courthouse is located in the downtown area of Miami which has a lower, amount of, a lower amount of pedestrian and vehicle traffic uh, than, than lower Manhattan does, where Trump appeared in court in April. Now, the arrangement of former President Trump is significant. It's a significant event, and it will be the first time that Trump has appeared in court since leaving office. The arraignment will also be a test of the Secret Service ability to secure Trump's safety. Now, I have the utmost confidence that the, the guys in the Secret Service are going to be doing what they could do to make sure that Trump is safe. I don't doubt that for a bit. Um, I, I do happen to question some of these law enforcement agencies' motives on a lot of the things that they do because they were there were Secret Service agents that were sent to retrieve the laptop uh, from the Delaware repair shop that Hunter had his laptop in. And they seem to... According to a lot of the documentation stuff that I read on the laptop and uh, that, were, that was uh, depicted in the My Son Hunter movie, they were doing a lot of cleanup work for Hunter Biden. So it's not as if that the, the Secret Service were ignorant as to what he was doing, but I would imagine that they would be quite pissed off at the Biden family at this stage of the game, uh, making them do the things that they are currently doing to uh, you know, keep the Biden family safe more or less now Trump's lawyer Trump's lawyer first of all the guy is a beast I I watched his uh, Stephanopoulos interview and the guy handled himself like an absolute pro he's got a career in politics should he ever want it he's definitely got the temperament to 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 stave off quite a bit of BS Uh, take a listen to what he said in this interview, and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about here.
1: Actions in Delaware that are a thousand times more serious by a sitting president who has authorized his DOJ to try to sink the candidacy of his prime opposition, while that guy has unsecured documents that he stole out of a skiff dozens of years ago. So, look, you know, we're not talking what about some talking sort of about, favoritism. What are you talking
0: about? That is a ridiculous statement. Uh,
1: there's this issue. He's
0: playing dumb. He knows <laughs> nice exactly try. what he's talking there's about. There's an
1: issue that anyone that reads any newspapers would agree is a parallel track, which is the Delaware document scandal of Joe Biden, where there's a special counsel, Rob Her, that's investigating it. You know that there were documents that were sensitive that were marked classified, found in a garage near a Corvette that made their way through Chinatown, through the Penn Biden Center. There's 1,850 boxes that have never been fully looked at at University of Delaware. You have the ultimate unclean hands of a current sitting president who had no declassification, had none of the protections of President Trump, and who literally had to have stolen stuff from a skiff. Even Dick Durbin has commented about how this was an outrageous possession of classified material by vice president at that point, point Joe Biden. So that's what we're talking about. You can scoff and act like there's nothing to it, but the whole country knows the basic notion of unequal treatment and fairness, and that's what's at issue with this prosecution.
0: They destroyed the hammers. That is exactly right. It goes further than that. We have (laughs) one of the most embarrassing moments that I've ever seen and seen in history. And, and I, this is something that we all, I mean, we all wish we were put in the position to do this to one of these liberal reporters. But I promise you, watch this clip, and you'll get exactly what I mean. He embarrasses them so much, in, in, right in their fact check, right on, in real time, in real time. And this reporter just doesn't know, I mean, she really thought she had them over a barrel and she live fact checked them and turned out they were exactly right. And as usual, liberals were exactly wrong. Take a look.
1: Destroyed blackberries with hammers in the State Department. That's not what that's, won the president. Evan, 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 no, Evan, Evan, no, Evan hold, hold on. Can you the, hang on, hang that on, hang, on, on, hang on, hang on, hang
3: on, Evan Perez. Hammers, <laughs> fact check that for me, please, on the fly.
0: Uh, yes, they did. But, uh, <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> they as you did. mentioned, there were uh, 13 devices, mobile devices, and five iPads that uh, the FBI Look at that said, smug that, look! You know, on her face. Were used with, with her private email server, and they did, in some cases, just destroy them with hammers when they were done using them. Absolutely priceless. That smug look on her face, you just want to wipe it off. Just come on. The brainwashing and indoctrination from the left is absolutely the worst that it's ever been at any point or time in history. They, Their, their techniques only work on weak-minded individuals that won't go look for themselves. 90% of the time, that's going to be people who fall under the victimhood Uh, that that are part of the people that they determine to be victims. And those victims like them because they carry their cause. Therefore, they don't care about whether or not they're telling the truth or not because what they're doing benefits their cause. So it's a symbiotic relationship between them and victims. And and when in in reality, it's only the people that operate those organizations that say they're there to fight or help victims that benefit, where in fact the people that they're trying to deal with don't benefit from any of this at all. And what they would really benefit from is getting off the couch, the steps, the wherever, and going and getting a job, stop blaming other people for their problems, and fixing their lives, raising their kids, and doing what's right. This is There are no victims in the United States of America. Anyone in the United States of America, at any point in time, can be anything that they want if they apply themselves correctly. Anyone. I came from southwest Baltimore in a place called Pigtown. Mom and dad, both own welfare. Both just absolute welfare, drug addiction, it, it riddled throughout my community, and even my own house where I grew up. Um, I had to overcome all of that. I had to overcome all of that. An ex-con with so much baggage that I finally had to sit there and say, you know what, I'm done blaming other people for my life, for the things that I've caused to myself. And it wasn't until I did that, until I had the wherewithal to look myself in the mirror and make no more excuses that I rose to the top, that God... Paved the way for me. Showed me where to go next. It just all happened to work out exactly the way that it will work out when I stop blaming other people for my mistakes, for my shortcomings, and I put in the effort. And it can happen that way for anybody. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, Ashley Chung and how she lied about what happened uh, in her case with the Biden classified documentation. So... Let's go back in time a little bit. Now, Ashley Chung, she was President Biden's former assistant. Ashley Williams Chung testified to the House Oversight Committee about the discovery of classified documents at the Biden's former office at the Penn-Biden Center. Chung revealed that the documents were not stored in a locked closet, as the White House had previously claimed, but were instead Accessible to Penn Biden employees and potentially others with access to the office space. Throw throw Trump's case completely out. Why? Why would we continue? Do you see the disconnect? If you're going to indict Trump, why in the hell wouldn't you be indicting a man? who wasn't not even a president at the time he did this. And we have testimony. We have sworn testimony to the effect. This is a political hit job, and it's not going to go well for America. And these people better wake up and, and stop taking orders from people who are giving them bad orders based on bad information. It's going to take somebody in some system somewhere in some agency to say enough is enough. I don't care what your title is or what it is. I'm I'm not doing this. It's going to take some form of protest that we have not seen anywhere before in this country in order to stop this kind of craziness in its tracks. We're looking for somebody to step up and be a leader. We're looking for somebody to step up and be a real true hero. Who is it going to be? Is it going to be anyone at all? We're hoping to see this very soon. Now, Chung also testified that when White House Counsel Dana Remus had sought to recover the documents from the uh, Penn Biden Center uh, in May of '22, months before they uh, months re- before uh, they reported early November discovery of the records by the president's lawyers, these revelations have raised new questions about whether Biden or his allies mishandled those classified documents. Also, whether or not the special counsel, Robert Hur has already investigated the matter, and the House Oversight Committee is, is expected to hold further hearings at this point. Now, the classified documents were found at a former office at the Penn-Biden uh, Penn Center. Rather, The documents were not stored in a locked closet at the White House, as previously claimed. The, uh, the White House sought to recover the documents in May 22, months before they were actually discovered. So all this, they took too long, and everyone else handed their documents right over, and all that, that whole talking point that they try to use against Trump, that's not true. Just look at this. Special, uh, Special Counsel Robert Herr is investigating the manner. The House Oversight Committee is expected to hold further hearings at this point. Now, the implications are this. The discovery of classified documents at, the former, uh, at Biden's former office is a very serious matter. For him, it is, because he wasn't president. It raises the question about whether Biden or his allies mishandled that classified information, and it could have implications for Biden's presidency. Special Counsel Robert Hur is expected to investigate the matter thoroughly, the Office Oversight Committee, the House Oversight Committee, rather, has also uh, is also expected to hold further hearings. These investigations could shed light on what happened and whether or not any laws were actually broken. Yes, laws were broken. Of course, laws were broken. He had it. He he had documents that were still classified because he couldn't declassify them. He wasn't a president. He didn't have them under lock and key. He stole them, and then he lied about it. Can you say open and shut case? And we're indicting President Trump. Why? And they, and they expect that people aren't gonna get mad. Why? Once again, come on. Come on, man. I bet you when they get off the camera their Russian accents kick right in. Yeah. Bidensky. These people are absolutely crazy. Now, I talked about this a little earlier. Uh, but before hold on, before we get into that, let me let me just give a couple of more things real quick. So um, there is we talked about that double standard. So the DOJ having Raffling a double standard. With the now, substance
1: of the indictment.
0: Let's let's hear exactly what that double standard is. Now, I'd watched this interview earlier. Miss Hemingway on here puts it so perfect, and you can hear the passion and in, in her voice and see it in her face. Just listen to what she says and I know for those of you out there listening, Spotify listeners or Podbean, iHeartRadio, no matter where you're listening, if you have a chance to go over to the Rumble ch- Rumble channel and look at this, please do, because it's worth it's worth you seeing. Now th- this lady is it's she's she's a beast. She she really <laughs> she really lays it on both of these guys pretty thick, and nobody has a comeback for it. I think it's poetic. I love it. Uh, let's take a listen.
1: Which is. He's accused of repeatedly holding back and hiding classified documents, but rather attacking the Justice Department.
3: Well, that's because the larger context here is so important. I do think people would have been willing to hear from a Department of Justice that they needed to indict their top political opponent um, and and hear that in good faith if we hadn't experienced what we have for the last last six years from this Department of Justice. We have a Department of Justice that had Hillary Clinton, who was never a president and never will be a president, mishandling classified information. And they invented a A new legal standard, simply to let her go. We have all the paperwork disputes with President uh, Obama, President Clinton. We had theft of documents from the National Archives by a Clinton associate, and nothing has happened to those people. We had the RussiaGate collusion hoax, in which the Department of Justice invented a conspiracy or participated in a Democrat-invented conspiracy theory to say that Donald Trump was a traitor. This week we learned that joe biden was credibly accused by a very serious whistleblower of a five million dollar bribery scheme and the fbi worked to cover it up so you're absolutely right that people are talking about the broader context because that's the most important thing here nobody takes the department of justice seriously so long as they fail to include exculpatory evidence and they participate in this kind of hoax
0: (laughs) yeah that lady is a beast uh, I absolutely love it. But she said everything that we, we just got done saying. You know. So it's, it's not as if everyone doesn't know this. It's not as if they don't know it. The, the problem that I have with the DOJ, the problem that I have with the justice system a, a, at all, is they know all the same information we do, but yet they're still taking these steps. You have people in very credible, or what should be credible, positions within law enforcement, within government, that are not speaking out, because right and wrong don't mean as much as right and left. And these people obviously have an agenda, and they don't care about the rule of law. They don't care that an innocent man is being accused of what other folks actually did. They actually did it. Hillary actually had a server in her residence that housed top-secret information, and when asked for it, she destroyed the evidence. She destroyed it. She beat things up with hammers. She, she bleached bit everything. Biden had things that weren't even in lock closets. Everyone that in the Biden Penn Center had access to that were coming and going. I mean, one of the presidents had their, like I said, I'm not sure if it was Bush, Obama, or Clinton, which one of them was, had their, their secret documents in a strip mall. I mean, this has happened so often. This is why they came up with the PRA. This is literally why it was created, uh, why the law. Was was created to begin with, so what we're looking at is a, a political hit job. It's a stunt by the left in order to try to get uh, President Trump thrown off the ticket. It's not going to work. People aren't going to let it. And, it. and and even if they, by some chance, do, uh, they are able to push this through and get some kind of uh, of a conviction. It's still not going to work in their benefit because people are fed up. They are fed all the way up to here with what's going on in government right now what's going on in the United States right now we don't buy it we don't trust you 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 lie at the drop of a dime and no one cares about what's right and wrong or what's legal anymore all they care about is democrat republican right left agenda based politics and the rule of law has taken a back seat and it really really needs to change Now, I'm going to change uh, real quickly over to uh, talk about, real quick, George Soros' son. Now, I put a post out not long ago that talked about uh, John Kerry uh, having uh, one of the members of the Soros family date his daughter, or marry his daughter, as well as Chelsea Clinton, married to a Soros. Now, they try to act like George Soros has no kind of sway in politics in the United States, yet he funds all sorts of groups like the Occupy Wall Street groups were funded by him, uh, several allegations of him funding Antifa, funding all these DAs across the United States that don't want to do their jobs or are doing them incorrectly or correctly as far as they are concerned, but not prosecuting criminals. All of these places that are hiring these types of DAs, the Gascones and, and the like, are funded by Soros. And they don't care they don't like America. And I'll say this again. America is a is is a culmination of our traditions in our history. When you get rid of those, you've gotten rid of America. It is not just a place on a map. It is our traditions, it is our history, it is our constitution, it is our Bill of Rights. And those things are what gonna be what sustains us. Because before we let you cross that line and get rid of those, that's when you've backed us into the corner so far that we have no option but to come out fighting because there's no way other way out of the corner. And I feel like we're getting closed in more and more and more each day into that corner. They would have liked nothing more than for an establishment uh, person to win the presidency other than Trump. And to be quite honest, if that would have happened, if that would have happened, they would have done the things that you see them doing right now behind the scenes, we may not have even heard about it. It may not have been a big deal because it would have happened under the cloak of secrecy and we wouldn't have had someone like Trump to call out all these things as he saw them. All the fake news, all the fake media, uh, all these things that you see happening that happened while Trump was president, the, the narrative would have been a completely different one had it been another uh, incumbent who would have won the office of president. And I'm sure that's the way that they probably would have had to plan it, because uh, I think I'm not alone in thinking that there's more to it when we talk about the, the pandemic, that there, there's something else going on there. There's something. There are other things happening behind the scene that seem a little more nefarious based on the way they tried to cover up some of the facts that we found out late in the game. Now, listen to uh, what they're saying here about uh, Kamala Harris and this secret meeting that she had with George, Sor- George Soros' son. Like, why would they have a secret Reminds me of the secret meeting that, uh, that, that President Clinton had with Lois Lerner on the tarmac while she was supposedly... Uh, investigating Hillary. Anybody remember that, where they tried to say they were just talking about their grandkids? Uh, I don't think so. But everything on a president and vice president's calendar is always listed out, like when they go to meetings and this sort of thing. It's always listed out where they were, who they were dealing with, who they were talking to, uh, that sort of thing. This, however, wasn't on the agenda. They didn't want anyone to know about it. So listen to this, and... Come to your own conclusions.
1: Soros, key in on that last name, the son of liberal billionaire George Soros, met with Vice President Kamala Harris earlier this week. Senator Marsha Blackburn reacted to the meeting saying, quote, it's laughable that the left wants you to believe that the Soros family has no influence in politics. Matt Palumbo, author of Man Behind the Curtain, joins me now. So how deep, Matt, is the Soros influence in the Democratic? Democratic Party. Well, I argue that he has more influence in the Biden administration, um, really, than any other administration. And, you know, the and, and, the, and by the way, when you say he, yeah, you're George. referring both to George and his son? He, both George and the son. And I, I will say it's it's fascinating with George that his whole life, and the media has, has gone along with this, um, has made criticism of him and his network and, and really suggesting that there's anything negative going on into a conspiracy theory. And then his son, Alex, is now sort of, it looks like, really taking over. Over the empire, and he is doing it out in the open. There is, you really can't call it a conspiracy unless you're the mainstream media trying to cover this. And with uh, VP Harris, you know, notably, that meeting was missing from her public schedule. That,
0: <laughs> that meeting was missing from her public schedule. I wonder why. I wonder why. So, um, just on other things. I mean, you guys obviously know who George Soros is. What he's about, what he stands for, he's everything the United States isn't and doesn't like anything the United States is, which is why he funds it. And it just so happens he has a couple of family members married into political families in the United States, but he's, he's okay. You can trust that guy, no worries. You can, trust, you can trust the families that his sons and nephews are married into as well. Why not? You know, sure, the Clintons are good people, right? <laughs> no. and no, under no circumstances at all. Now, we talked a little bit earlier, I brought up some of the UFOs, just in regards that when people heard the fact that there were UFOs, that they just didn't react. It became so mundane, the news uh, of there being UFOs, that people just didn't react either. They didn't believe what they were being told, or they became so numb to... Uh, the UFO thing by the leaks over the news in the last couple of years. They just didn't react. And here's another case here in my hometown of Las Vegas. On April 30th, a family in Las Vegas reported seeing a bright uh, green streak across the sky. The light appeared to crash in the family's backyard. When police arrived, they found a large circular indentation in the ground. The family also reported seeing two tall, skinny creatures with big eyes and shiny skin. Now, the young man who said he saw this said they were about 8 to 10 feet tall. The police department department has not confirmed the existence of the creatures, but they have said that they are investigating the incident. The witness said that the creatures were about 8 to 10 feet tall and had big, shiny eyes. The witness also said that the creatures had a strange, almost alien-like appearance. The police department is still uh, investigating the incident, but there is no doubt that something strange happened in Las Vegas on April 30th, whether or not the creatures were actually aliens remains to be seen. But the incident has certainly sparked a lot of interest and speculation. Now, I saw the video. I saw the the uh, light of the uh, the aircraft, where what they're saying was a uh, a UFO falling to the ground. Let me see uh, if I can find it and. I'll show you uh, what we're talking about here. Yeah, I think that I have some pretty good footage here. Let's take a look. The um, They show, and I saw, it looked from, from several different angles. Um, this glowing uh, sh- shape where well, you couldn't see what real shape it was but let's let's Here, I'm gonna play it for oh, you. this guy too so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious I don't believe
3: in it you know but what, what I saw right now I do believe in it Now at 11 body camera video showing police following up on a call from this Las Vegas family saying they saw aliens in their backyard on April 30th, people in California, Nevada, and Utah reported seeing a green flash streaking across the sky. As that officer mentioned, one of his partners even said they saw it. About 40 minutes later, this family called 911, saying there were 10-foot-tall be- beings with big eyes in their yard. Police aren't saying any more about this, only that the department has closed the case, calling it unfounded.
0: Hello, I'm Mark. So, the police officer saw it, the young man saw it, and that wasn't the video that actually showed the, uh, the the, the actual, uh, UFO, but there are many videos that actually do show the UFO, um, is there something here we out go. there?
3: Two-thirds of all one. Americans believe there are other life forms in the universe. And maybe that's so, why you this see right has up made here. social media go crazy. A light streak was seen in the sky, followed by people who called 911 saying they saw giant figures in their backyard. So what's going on?
1: It began with a mysterious fireball falling from the sky, caught on a cop's body cam. It landed with a crash. Within minutes, the calls came into 911. Las Vegas cops were nervous as they approached. I have butterflies,
0: bro. These people say there's aliens in their backyard. It was like a big creature.
1: A big creature?
0: Yeah, like a long, 10 feet tall.
1: Cops took the call seriously. They started canvassing
0: the neighborhood. This might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, when I was younger, my dad just relentlessly just talked about UFOs, you know, that they were real and and all these sorts of things, and my dad passed, unfortunately, and never got a chance to see any of this, but I I like to believe that somewhere, dad's looking down saying, I told you so, (laughs) you were right, dad, but uh, very, very interesting stuff, but That's all we have for today, Patriots. Thank you for hanging out with us. And as usual, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer.